Welcome. Welcome to Pendel Youth Leadership Live. Here we are. Hey. Here we are. It's exciting. And I'm Joe Cowley. Thanks for joining us. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What a great addition we got today. Yes. We got our uh, East, I'm sorry, our Northeast Youth Rep with us. She's going to share a few thoughts in just a few moments. But Corinne. Yes, sir. How you been? Been well. I'm getting ready for camp. Yes. It's, uh, it's the final days. It is. It's it like... Is. Uh, I don't know, 12 days or something till camp one. Yes. Something like it's that. Something like it's that. less than two weeks. <laughs> it's less than two weeks. So yeah. Because we load in on well on that Sunday, Father's Day evening. Saturday. Right? Some Saturday we're gonna load in some, but uh, but yeah, so it's all things camp right here yes. in Pendel Youth. That is and, how uh, that's how I feel. That's all it. things Pendel Youth <laughs> in in life currently camp yes <laughs> so we're excited that all the camps are sold out yes. um i shared a post today um and i just want to encourage all of us that are listening um to carve out some time to pray for those who are going to camp because yeah. all of our camps are sold out um and as i have talked to and kind of in the in the loop on some of the other youth directors within our nation mm -hmm. um there's a there's a strong sense that there's something special unique that's gonna that's gonna happen yeah. at camp season this year um and i don't think it's just because oh it's just another year um i think a lot of our camps across the nation are skyrocketing yeah i think people are sold out people are adding more camps so here in pendel we're a part of that man we're part of it we're a part of that so I'm excited so pray about it if you're not going to camp pray for the groups that are going if you are going to camp to camp you better be praying <laughs> all right because it's a long week uh but it's a lot of fun yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be the fantastic. greatest the best week of the year something like that something like that something like that so man alive so corinne yes. did you have a good weekend i did i got i got some time in the sun there we go that's really all i needed grocery shopping and time in the sun you know <laughs> Do a little designing here there's something to be said like that you can be in the sun and work or just just Hang recharge, up. man. Yeah. So, yeah. What about you? Very cool. Uh, so, this weekend, what did we do? That's a good question. Oh, I went to New York. Oh, yeah. Yep. Went to go see my family. Um, my family, most of them are in New York. So, it was a good time. Uh, thankfully, no traffic. How did your uh, family say the word like H2O? But how, how you would say that, like written out? Like water. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. yeah like that, Corinne. All right. Like that. Okay. Um, but no, it's always fun to go see family. Uh, driving to New York is a pain in the neck, Corinne. And it you is. know this because you have family out there. Mm -hmm. um, but thankfully, man, I had no traffic. Beautiful. I was that's like, a blessing this is straight 100%. 100%. <laughs> like, that's what you know, God's all in, involved with that trip. Yes. So, uh, anyhow, so good time, good time. So, uh, but anyhow, like I said, we have DJ. We do. Um, I just so you all know, like we try to really, uh, we understand um, there's many youth pastors in our network that uh, that are capable um, and really they're, they're really good leaders in their churches. Mm -hmm. um, they're able to lead youth and obviously they're the youth pastors. Uh, but we believe that our youth pastors that are over our sections, um, that God's given them wisdom. Um, and I, I know mm -hmm. God's given DJ wisdom for today and his teaching today. Um, and I think it's called speaking faith in the storms. Is that what we label this? You know, what? I think we should bring DJ <laughs> in. We should. DJ, save me, him. DJ, save me, my man. <laughs> DJ delayed for being on here with us today. DJ, where guy. are you the youth pastor now? Uh, faith Church in Hazleton, Northeast PA. Sweet. Very cool. And DJ, something unique about your church is that um you're you're kind of like oversee two or three other 
church sites, right? And then you help building youth ministries in those churches as well. Yeah, so we, we have a we have a few different campuses, and so we've been starting to um, develop youth groups at these other campuses. Uh, one of our campuses has their own like fully functional youth group now, and now we're starting the process of you know starting a whole other youth group kind of that's the same but different at the same time. So it's it's uh it's cool. That's awesome, man. Wow. Good stuff. Well, well, you're glad to have you on, my man. Uh, so please speak to us, buddy. All right. Yeah. So, hey, guys, excited to share with you today. Um, I wanted to kind of talk about speaking faith in the midst of discouragement or in the storm, if you prefer, whichever, whichever way you want to look at it. Um, you know, discouragement can be like a storm. And so I, I wanted to kind of talk about that. What is our mindset? And it's probably not going to be new information to anyone who's watching this. If you've been in ministry any number of time, um, well, you've probably heard these verses and you've probably felt discouraged at some time. And so I wanted to kind of just talk about what do you do with that? And I wanted to start with an analogy. Uh, James is going to use it, but I wanted to start with the analogy of, have you ever drank salt water, right? Have you, you've been to the beach, you, you've had salt water, maybe you've just been sick and you decided to gargle water, but you, you drink salt water and what happens? It's not pleasant. You spit it out. It's, it's not an enjoyable experience. And if you do swallow it, what actually happens is that dehydrates you. You, you begin to literally dehydrate from the amount of salt you're taking in. It takes more water than you're drinking to actually flush that salt out of your system. So like drinking salt water can actually kill you. And I, and I bring up this analogy because uh, in the book of James in three, where we're going to go in a second, James is going to kind of tag this in, in, his, in his writing here. And, and I'm, I'm keeping my, we're talking about speaking faith in the midst of discouragement. So I want to, I want to look at this from the angle of, are we keeping our faith? Are we speaking faith? Are we sharing that faith with our students? Are we speaking that into their lives when they're discouraged? And, and what's happening when we experience things in our life, whether they're personal, whether they're ministry, or whether they're just stress factors, like what is happening to our speech? And that's what James is talking about in James 3. Um, he says, we can make a large horse go wherever we want by means of a small bit in its mouth and a small rudder makes a huge ship turn wherever the pilot chooses to go even though the winds are strong in the same way the tongue is a small thing that makes grand speeches but a tiny spark can set a great forest on fire and among all the parts of the body the tongue is a flame of fire it is a whole world of wickedness corrupting your entire body it can set your whole life on fire for it is set on fire by hell itself. He goes on, people can tame all kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and fish, but no one can tame the tongue. It is a restless, and it is restless and evil, full of deadly poison. Sometimes it praises our Lord and Father, and sometimes it curses those who've been made in the image of God. And so blessing and cursing come pouring out of the same mouth. Surely, my brothers and sisters, this is not right. Does a spring of water bubble out with both fresh water and bitter water? Does a fig tree produce olives or a grapevine produce figs? No, and you can't draw fresh water from a salty spring. So we often, you know, we, we talk about this and we talk about, you know, how you speak to to, to other people. But I, I want to talk about this today in, in the, the sense of, what are you speaking? Are you speaking negativity? Um, are you, do you have keeping a positive outlook? Are you keeping a mentality that says, God gave me a promise. God called me to this. 
God's going to get me through this? Are you clinging to scripture? Or when those situations come, are you just getting to that mindset of, oh, I'm never going to get through this. I can't believe I have to deal with this student again. Or I can't believe this parent is nagging me about this again. Or, you know, I can't believe, you know, so-and-so, you know, forgot. I told them this many times. Or, or even just things rise up in your personal life. Um, I've had some things going on where in my past in a few weeks where I've just been relearning this of like, you know, there are real hard circumstances in our students' lives and in the parents of our students' lives, in our leaders, on our teams, and our volunteers, and in our own lives, there are real hard things that we experience. But the question is, what are we going to do when we experience those things? Are we going to let that discouragement set in? Are we going to choose instead to say, you know what, I know what the Bible says despite that. I know what I believe despite that. I've seen God come through before, and so I'm going to choose in faith to speak things, even if I don't feel them, even if I don't see them, but begin to speak out and say, you know what, no, my God is able, and, and begin to cling to those promises. Um, another verse in Proverbs 18, 21, it says the tongue has the power of life and death and those who love it will eat its fruit. And the Bible again and again encourages us there's a power in what we say. It, it's, it's not enough to just, you know, sometimes have a positive mindset, but we need to sometimes put our faith to action and begin to verbally to ourselves, even alone, to our circumstances, and then to others begin to say, no, this is what we're going to believe about this circumstance. Um, I had to do this with just someone the other day who got in some kind of discouraging news from a doctor. And, and, you know, we don't always have all the perfect things to say, but to just say, you know, we know what the doctor said, but we also know who our God is. And to be able to redirect that focus and say, you know what, despite circumstances, this is what the scripture says. Isaiah 55, 11 tells us that God's word doesn't return void. And I believe that's true, not just in, in his promises and his prophecies, but when we begin to speak life into those circumstances, there's a result. So I wanted to kind of challenge you today, what comes out when you are pressed, when you're stressed, when the rubber hits the road, like what is your gut reaction? What is what is the things that you're saying? What is the, the mental um, spirals you're going to because, you know, those things are, are an indicator kind of of where our heart is at and where maybe God has to do some work in us. If we're prone to negativity, if we're, we're prone to, you know, pessimism or, or being cynical. And, and I love just, obviously, I love Jesus, but I love when you look through the New Testament and you read about Jesus. And so often the things Jesus says are quotations from the Old Testament. And so, so often, and especially on the cross, he's just quoting the Psalms. The Psalms were how Jesus seems to have dealt with his emotions. The Psalms were, seems to be how Jesus processed through his circumstances. And they're what came out when he was pressed. And I think they have that same value for us today that the Psalms are a great way when we don't know what we're feeling or how to deal with those feelings to go to the Psalms, to pray the Psalms, to read them, to realize, oh, David expressed some pretty um, vibrant and sometimes violent things. And God doesn't seem surprised or angry at David for dealing with these feelings, but it's a matter of how are we going to deal with them? So often the Psalms, um, like Psalm 3, will start with David, you know, addressing a situation, saying how he feels, and then he turns it and he says, despite this, God's going to do this. Like Psalm 3, he says, Lord, how many are my foes? How many rise up against me? How 
um, sorry, many are saying of me, God will not deliver him. So David's talking about a specific circumstance where he feels outnumbered. But then in verse three, he goes from just talking about the negative and says, but you, Lord, are a shield around me. My glory, the one who lifts my head high. I call out to the Lord and he answers me from his holy mountain. And this is what so many of the Psalms do. They allow us to say, God, this is where I'm at. This is where I honestly am. This is how I feel. Uh, maybe today I feel like quitting. Today I feel like giving up. But they remind us that there's always a but, that there's, that there's God who is still on the throne, who is still seated, who still wants to move, who is still working in our lives in the midst of the storms. And we can begin to process those things. So I would encourage you, uh, find scriptures, find scriptures for your promise, find scriptures that, you know, remind you of your call and why you're doing this, and then pray the Psalms, find Psalms that, that deal with those heavy emotions that sometimes we don't know how to deal with and begin to make those prayers. Because also this doesn't just affect you. If you're called to ministry, you're called to be a leader, this affects you, this affects your team, this affects your students. If you're not able to, like James says, get control of your tongue, get control of your mouth and say, you know, despite these bad things in my life, I'm going to choose a, a life of faith. Despite this circumstance, despite that I don't feel it today, I'm not going to just decide, oh, to cancel this or cancel youth group or, or just be downcast and be depressed. No, I'm going to say, you know, guys, I am dealing with some things, but right now I'm choosing to believe that my God is able and that example will speak volumes to them. But also, if you want your team to continue on, you know, an upbeat direct, uh, uh, trajectory, and you want them to continue on and, and to be this and to be an atmosphere of life, you have to speak that. You have to speak that into them, speak that over them, and also encourage them to do the same. So James knew this. He encouraged the church. And I've been kind of reteaching myself this the past two weeks. And I would encourage you guys the same, that even though we have these things, we know God is able, but we need to begin to put our faith to action and speak it out. And we got to learn to speak faith in the midst of our discouragement and in the middle of the storms. That's a good word, bro. Wow. That's, that's good. Thanks so much for sharing that. Yeah. Jay. I mean, and you said drinking salt water. Mm -hmm. I go back to the beach because I mean, yep. obviously that's where salt water is, but like, yeah. I love the beach. And, um, and that's true though. Like salt water is disgusting. Like when you drink it, yes. like when you, like when it, when a wave overtakes you, it's all straight down. Yeah. Um, but yeah. it, but, and then it's like the choice you said to choose your words. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, it's important, mm -hmm. um, to, it's funny, DJ, like I'm actually sharing this uh, tomorrow night at a service, Get out. Uh, something along the same lines of like saying the right yeah. thing, saying what God says instead of like mm. what, what we say or what people might say. Um, and I don't think it's a lot of time people say like, um, oh, like, for instance, like, oh, if someone's going through a hard time, well, you can't tell them they're not going through a hard time. You know, so like they're, like they're going the through a hard time, like, like sitting with someone in their yeah in their struggle. But saying like, okay, this is a hard time, but we can we can go back to the word. Yeah, we could build exactly. our faith back up. Hard time's gonna pass. Yeah. You don't have to sit yeah. here in this valley. Yes. Yeah. and it's not pretending like the, the the valley's not there or the dark times not there. It's no God's word says, hey, it's time to get out. Yeah, like it's, it's this is how we get out. So, um, so good word, DJ. And I thought it was really good, like when you were saying. Um, this is not only for you, but it affects everyone around you and it affects your ministry. Like the, your countenance really does, yeah. uh, change the temperature of the room. Yeah. yeah. 
Definitely. Yeah, that's good. And you're modeling what you want your students, how you want them to respond mm -hmm. in uh, storms, if yeah. you will, in disappointments. Yeah. Because yeah. you like every generation, the students are going through deeper stuff than the generation before, like stuff before, like that they shouldn't have to deal with at age five. Mm -hmm. They shouldn't have to deal with. Yeah. Right. So they need something to glean on. They need to know like, oh, snap, everything in the schools. That's not that's, that doesn't have to be me. Mm -hmm. Like those kids in my schools that I hang out with or those teachers like that does not have to be me. And the only way it doesn't have to be them is if they cling on to the truth. And mm -hmm. as you pastors and leaders, man, that's, mm -hmm. that's our job. Someone else is modeling for yeah. them and then they can say, oh, yeah. I could do that. 100 yeah. percent so yeah awesome well thanks again dj you the man yeah. appreciate you buddy yeah. thank you guys thank you so much yes thanks for the challenge and uh so all of us yo let's start speaking god's word yeah hey james you know? powell he's he's watching live he just said gen z is about transparency and truth and they will definitely see right through us especially in our countenance that's right one thousand percent i have yeah. always believed and i think this is true is that teenagers are the fastest people to recognize hypocrites mm -hmm. they're the fastest like they'll and that's why you have so many students that like um they'll go to like for instance they'll go to church with their mom and dad and they'll see a mom and dad who in church you know mm -hmm. are serving the lord but then as soon as they get home man they are throwing things at their kids they're cursing things at their kids like it's just non-stop we're in the car on the way to yeah. and from yeah so um uh, but yeah so this generation wants the truth yeah and it's our job to give it to them yeah so rosemary echoes that she says yes authenticity is what they that's see right. i agree that's right so yeah. hey leaders be authentic yeah you know yeah. serve the lord 100 percent. you have nothing to worry about and i think that also something dj mentioned is like well he said a lot about david in his writing of the psalms is very honest with the yeah. lord about what he feels yeah. and i think students appreciate honesty when you're going through something you don't have to hide it yeah. you know there's there's levels of appropriateness um but man for a student to be able to watch you walk through something in a healthy way um leaning on the lord and speaking truth and life in mm -hmm. the middle of that um i i think that that is something that will be um invaluable mm -hmm. to them like mm -hmm. there's when I say invaluable, you know what I mean? As Very like, valuable. They can, if they can get it before graduating high school, if they yeah. can get it like before the years that we got it, mm -hmm. you know, then they'll go ahead of us. Like the, we want our students to go further than we've ever been, you know? Yeah. So, but yeah. good work. Praise God. DJ. Thanks, DJ. Again, appreciate you, man. Um, so just a few announcements and then we'll close off. Uh, first off, um, all the fine arts, nationals, registration, that's all been completed. So if you have not registered for National Fun Arts, I believe you've missed it. Yeah. Uh, so big sad for you, but, but you could still hopefully go to the conference. You can still go to the conference. Late registrations yep. open for yep. that. And I, and I encourage, hey, I encourage whether your group goes to Fine Arts or not, um, get out to the conference. Yeah, they're so powerful, so and especially on the general council years, Corinne. Mm -hmm. Like they just bring out all the stops. Like there's so many services to be a part of, so many workshops to be a part of. And you know what I heard? They're not doing separate adult services this year. Everyone's together. And that's just going to really? be amazing. Let's yeah. go. Let's yeah. go. So, yeah. So, so come and you can, you can still register for, for the conference and you can still register to play basketball. Wow. All you hoopers out there, all the ballers. Let's go. <laughs> all right. Oh yeah. Let's go. Let's get it done. Let's get it done. Yeah. So, uh, so that's an announcement. And then also camp is upon us. It's, a, it's upon us. Next week, we're going to do camp leader zoom calls. Yes. 
We're going to offer two time periods. The first ones um, is, first of all, it's next Tuesday, June 13th. Uh, we're going to do a 10 a.m. session and then a 7 p.m. session. So if you can make one of them, that'd be awesome. We're asking for you as the youth leader um, and or all your youth leaders that are coming yeah. to camp to please be on. We need at least one representative from each church uh, to make this possible. And so that's for no matter what camp you're going to, camp one, two, or three, please be yes. on a Zoom call next week. Yes. Yeah. And uh, that's not necessarily for like parents who are curious. No, no. This is strictly for the leaders that are coming. So you guys will go over the camp rules together. We'll go over some camp updates, some new things for that we're even, uh, we put in for camp this year. Some things you need to know. Um, so just kind of give you a running start as we get into camp season, yeah. to camps at all. Yeah. So. And, um, and another thing is we are going to be doing some new things with Speed the Light this year. Uh, Luke Yoder uh, said he's going to try to be on both of the Zooms, but um, we will be uh, offering after camp some downloadable Speed the Light resources for you, um, whether you were there or not to be able to pitch the fall give that we'll be receiving at convention yes. um, to your students. So all of that will be upcoming. Bible quiz camp registration is going to be open that soon. That is true. Just is there's true. a lot of stuff going down. Yes. So uh, Rosemary, you said the link uh, will be emailed or posted on the FB page. Uh, we can do both. both. Yeah, we could, we'll do both. All right. Um, so that probably won't go out till maybe the end of this week or by Monday. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, for those going to camp, your squad colors for camp one have been posted. They have been posted. All right. So you guys know for camp one, what color you're a part of. Um, I know it helps you guys kind of color coordinate your attire. Uh -huh. All right. So yep. looking forward Very to Very important. Get all of that uh, camp spirit Let's on go. the up and up. <laughs> on the no one says that. <laughs> on the up and up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, man. So, and uh, going back to Speed of Light, just so you guys are aware, um, some of you guys have been to Winter Retreat. Some of you guys spent, came to Spirit Tour. Some of you might not have gone to any of them. Um, we want you to be included with all of our Speed of Light stuff. Yeah. So, um, at camp, if you've never made a year commitment, uh, we'll have cards for you guys to make that year commitment yeah. for you and your group. Um, and if anywhere along the ways, guys, please let us know, like, hey, we, we'd like some Speed of Light mm -hmm. annual commitment cards or whatever. We have them in-house. Um, we'd love to give them to you as yeah. well, because we want every church to participate um, in helping students uh, give uh, to help share Jesus where they can't go yet. Mm -hmm. So it's important. Um, so it's near and dear to our hearts. Um, and I'm sure it's near and dear to your heart as well. So, yeah. Um, so we're excited. We're ready. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. So, all right. Uh, well, let's close out in prayer. Corinne, can you pray for us? Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. We are um, just enamored with who you are, Lord, and, and overwhelmed with the amount of love and grace that you give us. Your mercy is new every morning. And we just thank you. God, if there's youth pastors, youth leaders who are listening, um, watching, who are feel like they're in the middle of a discouragement and a stormy time, God, I, I just pray even right now, Holy Spirit, would you encourage their hearts? Would you cause their faith to rise? Would you continue as, as they open your word and they dig into your Psalms, Lord? Would you uh, bring things, uh, just pop things off the page that are, are straight to their hearts from mm -hmm. you, Holy Spirit? Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord, for the way that you are moving and you are guiding, you are teaching, you are growing us, Lord. And, and we just want to give you all the glory mm -hmm. and all the honor. Um, would you just bless and encourage? Encourage those who are listening today. In your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. 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 God bless you guys. Thanks for joining. See you guys soon.